0: Welcome all to Mirror Mirror, the Unapologetic Podcast with your host, Diane Sassano. And today is part two of a series that I'm running on narcissism and toxic relationships. Today we're going to be speaking about trauma bonding. And trauma bonding is how a bond is created with a toxic person or a narcissist. A definition of trauma bond is when one, use, one uses fear or misuses fear in a relationship around feelings of this significant other, or family member, i.e., as in a sexual feeling, sex or beliefs and devaluing your feelings. It creates like a strong emotional bond or attachment with the abused and the abuser through a cycle of violence either be physical, emotional, or spiritual. And how this toxic person creates such this bond is very methodical in his or her approach. Um, they will use inconsistent positive reinforcement or hoping for something better to come. Trauma is also known as the Stockholm Syndrome so I'm sure you've heard of that phrase over and over again the Stockholm Syndrome and that is created when there is an extreme abuse being perpetrated in a relationship kidnapping or incestuous situation. It's also an ongoing attachment in a relationship where there is extreme pain diffused with a calm or less pain and you can liken this trauma bonding as an addiction Um, I'll give you an example like moments when you get euphoria and then all of a sudden you get zapped and all your energy and everything is sucked out of you Um, and that happens through the process with the chemicals and hormones in your brain That's kind of like what an addiction is, and that's what happens to you when you get trauma-bonded. And whereas you become dependent emotionally, physically, psychologically to this toxic being. My definition of healthy is key to understanding a good, healthy relationship. And that's what I hope I'm going to help you with here today. It's normal for a relationship to have a mutual experience of doing things together, you know, influencing each other, um, participating in your day and life events, you know, and whether it be a good time or a bad time, but in a healthy way. Abusive relationships um, definitely are traumatic and unhealthy. The bond with people, it's an abusive relationship. Um, And it's also stronger when that person was raised in an abusive household and environment and 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 for them they don't know that what the norm really is in a relationship because they never had it they came from a place of abuse so that's all they know how to give back and after a while in this toxic relationship um Perhaps if um, I can do this in a better way or exchange this part of me, just maybe I can change that part of the person. And this is the narrative that you say to yourself over and over again. Maybe I can change that person or maybe I can do something better or maybe I just need to change that part. So you're always looking at it's like it's your fault. You're blaming yourself for what's going on because... Your brain cannot understand your value system and your morals and how a person is just not, you know, in his mindset or her mindset. You know, you just can't grasp it. It's like a reality that doesn't make sense to you. And, you know, of course, and then you go through the feelings of that you have invested so much of yourself you just want a nugget, a little piece of love and understanding, or something, to back up, to back up that this person has some type of normalcy or healthy relationship skills, and you will continually try and try. It's it's a habit, um, always making an effort. You know, wanting that reward. You know, and you keep it. And you have to keep in mind that that. What you're going through is an addiction. This is what happens to you in your brain and how hard it is to stop. Uh, You can liken it almost to like, you know, wanting alcohol. Like you say, you're not going to drink, but you're an alcoholic and, you know, you're you're dying for that drink and you need that drink. Um, Or, you know, if you're trying to stop smoking and you can't stop smoking because you're addicted to the cigarettes. You know, it's the same kind of, you know, event that's happening with you. You know, then you get the withdrawal symptoms and then you want to go back. Uh, Total investment in this relationship, and when I mean total investment, you put all of your being, your emotional, your finances, and maybe years of your life, you totally enmesh, you know, your whole being. And... And you just can't understand, you know, why this person, you know, doesn't get you and they destroy your values or they make you sick and think your values and your dreams and your hopes and all that is being stripped away from you and, and you become just like this robotic, you know, always trying to figure out a way to make it better. And it's just not working. It's so traumatic to your entire being. You will experience some or all of these, you know, physical reactions. Okay. And I'm going to list out some that I know that I personally have gone through. Um, depression, crying, sobbing at any given moment. There doesn't have to be a reason why it's just, you're being affected or you're being triggered. Um, loss of reality. Um, you can, um, uh, um, you can temporarily uh, have like uh, shakes and it's your body's way of trying to come out of that stress mode like you become hyper vigilant um, you have violent mood swings um, and you have thoughts of revenge um, and, and i'm gonna i want to address that about thoughts of revenge and 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 you know having that constant Rumination in your head of going over everything over and over and over again and trying to figure out the why, and you're never going to get the answer to the why. You know, as a normal person, per se, you know, you think these things, but you don't act on them. You don't act on the violence. You know, you don't act on the things that, you know, you may want to take revenge on this person, you know, because you don't think in that reality. And that other person, he, him or her doesn't think in that reality they're totally disconnected they have a false self Um, that false self that they have is where they live because they have to maintain you know that self you know to you and to other people because that's just where they live they have this grandiosity idea that there's so much more and 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 if you strip that away from them that's usually when the discard and the devaluation process happens okay um you have a a deep loss of self your identity and which makes so much sense because you become so enmeshed with this toxic being that it's everything that he says and or she says that have done to you it's replaced with all the things that you believe within yourself and that's and that's where you really need to focus your healing. Um, You can lose your sense of purpose, you know, because you're in that narrative again, staying there, um, believing that or disbelieving everything that have happened. It's like you're in a nightmare and you just can't wake up from it. You have habits that are self-defecting going into a relationship with another person hoping that you can heal your past with this new personal relationship. You need to give yourself some space and time to heal, to, you know, regain your balance and your harmony within yourself. And it's going to take a while. I'm not going to kid you. You may suffer continuous, you know, effects from anxiety. And from this anxiety, you can have um, physical illnesses, um, truly, just these pains and these aches can come and you don't know why they're coming and you just constantly walk around you know with this bad feeling this cloud this denseness within your body um as a healer um what what i've done to help myself um i know to be gentle and kind to me as i'm going through this um because you did suffer a truly traumatic experience and I can tell you you're never going to have the why because it's never going to make sense to you because they don't know why they do it either. They're not they're they know right from wrong, but they their behavior always chooses what's best for them. Um meditation, I can tell you is a is a really good tool if you don't use it, do use it because it does help calm you and and center you and bring you back to a place of you know, meeting yourself again, relearning who you are and, and bringing all of you back together. Um, journal. Do a lot of journaling, especially on your fears. This way they're not stuck inside of you and then you can look at them and deal with them one at a time. Because the biggest thing that take away from our trauma bonding is that you have fears around around issues or emotions that you never had before and you're so afraid to begin life anew because you don't know how you're going to do it, how you're going to survive without this person in your life and it's so, it's just the most horrible feeling in the world and I'm telling you this from personal experience. So you just have to surround yourself with a lot of supportive people. And you take your time. You don't have to heal yourself according to what everybody else says. And if you do find yourself in a place where you're just not coming around or you're not seeing the light or you're not getting any clarity, do seek out a professional, but make sure this professional is a certified person in NPD disorders, because most psychiatrists, psychologists, or therapists do not recognize the victim as as a truth. They just don't recognize that as, as someone actually suffering, you know, PTSD, you know, from this traumatic experience. And it's really hard when you know what you went through and, and you're talking to someone and they're just like disbelieving because they saw this person as, oh, you know, he or she, oh, they were so kind and they went out of their way and they always did everything nice, but you know what you went through and don't discount it or don't make less of it. You know, your pain and everything, you have a right you know, to feel and know and and to be validated for what you went through. So that's why, again, I say if you need to seek help because you're not moving any further along and, you know, in your healing process, make sure this person definitely knows NPD disorders. Um, But journaling, like I said, is really good. Um, And... You know, I, uh, there's a book that I read. Um, I can't remember who, who wrote it, but it's it's called Be Prepared to be Tortured. Um, and that was a great book, and that helped me some. Um, I did I did look at a lot of YouTube videos to understand, you know, this disorder. Um, when I was in school, I really didn't know that much about it because it was clumped in with all the other disorders. And now, and I said in my previous video, the DSM-5 finally has labeled um, NPD and toxic relationships, you know, as their own, as their own entity now, you know, and I go back to, to that is that remember that you did suffer something traumatic and you will get through it have a great support system around you um talk about your feelings you know don't deny what you're feeling and you know reach out to someone or find a group of of women or men that have been there and that maybe you know that have experienced that and they can help you you know at whatever part of this journey you're on um and I feel for you, and I know, and I know what you're feeling. I truly, truly do, and my heart goes out to you. Um, you can always connect with me. Um, I am a healer, uh, as you know. Um, you can reach out to me on my uh, Facebook uh, page, or you can DM me, or you can reach out and uh, set an appointment on my uh, webpage, HealingWithDiane.net. Or just shoot me a dm and i'll be glad you know to talk and maybe i can steer you in a direction that you need to go and it would be my honor so i hope this has helped um for whoever this is reaching it doesn't matter when you hear this it's it hits you and it reaches you when it's supposed to and if you do know someone that has experienced or is experiencing this or isn't a toxic or narcissistic relationship please share this because this could save their life um i know that there were people out there that reached out to me and they literally saved my life uh, so please do that you know don't be ashamed you know you didn't do anything wrong you just loved and you know, and I send my heart and blessings out to you. So again, please like and share, subscribe to my channel. Um, and I'll be, um, doing some more, um, podcasts on narcissism and toxic relationships. Um, and I send light and love to you all. Thank you for listening to Mira Mira. And this is your host, Diane Sassano. Have a beautiful day.